Today's scripture reading is from Luke's Gospel, chapter 19, verses 28 through 40. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you. As you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, the owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of the disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Well, good morning. Snowzana. <laughs> it is Palm Sunday, uh, not Christmas. Don't be confused in your high holy Sundays and worship gatherings. I'm Tim Householder. I'm one of the pastors here. Uh, welcome, and again, a special welcome to friends and family of our first communicants. Speaking of them, last Sunday, 46 of them, as we've mentioned, uh, gathered with parents to walk through instruction for this very moment. And uh, if you are one of those uh, at this service, uh, we'd like to ask, if you're having your first communion this morning, would you please stand, stand up. We want to recognize you and give God praise for you today. This is an awesome day. You can be seated. Last Sunday was one week out from today. You were one week out from this moment when you were gathering and you were working on your banners and you were learning about Jesus' uh, sacrament of communion, his body, his blood, his, his new covenant for all people to receive the forgiveness of sins, to live in the promise of eternal life. That was one week ago. It was one week out, and now we're here. We live in a society of knowing that our year has got 52 weeks. There's 52 weeks in a year. And we sort of roll with this, don't we? We talk in these kinds of terms. We're going on vacation next week. I have a big project due at work next week. Finals start next week week or some students call that the time you have to figure out what you need on that test to get a decent grade in the class. So we think about working 48 to 50 weeks so we can have two weeks off vacation. We sort of work in this sort of culture. It's all about the week. Next week, company's coming. Next week, we're going on that trip. 
next week. I hope the White Sox can win a game. You know, we have all these kinds of thoughts in our heads as we think about being one week out. Palm Sunday, that first Palm Sunday, was one week out from Easter. Easter morning. The central story and incredible celebration of the risen Christ. That the one who went to the cross walked out of the tomb. It was one week out. One week out from Palm Sunday. Sometimes we don't connect those dots. Sometimes we don't think about that and and put our biblical uh, stories together. But the Palm Sunday story, as we just heard it read and we're celebrating today, was one week away from Easter. What happened on that first Palm Sunday And why is it important? And what was the message? What was going on? Well, let's spend some time back in the scripture together for a few moments. And as you're turning to Luke 19, I'd like to uh, have you fill in the blank of the following statement. Blanks speak louder than words. Actions. That's true a lot of the time. Jesus' actions on that first Palm Sunday are shouting a message to the people that day and shouting the message to you this morning. And it's an unmistakable message if we listen. And yet, once Jesus sits on the donkey, and until the religious leaders challenge him and tell him to keep everyone quiet, from that moment of coming into town to that moment where they rebuke him, He doesn't say a word, but his message is so loud. He is shouting a message without saying a word by coming into this holy city of Jerusalem on that first Palm Sunday, one week out from the resurrection. What is the message? Well, the first thing, I'm going to suggest there's, there's two things at least he's shouting very loudly in his actions. And the first thing is, Jesus is king. Everyone say, Jesus is king. Not in a democracy, this isn't part of our culture in America, but, but in Jesus' day, there was a king. There was a king, and there was a king of Israel, and there was a, a king uh, of of. Rome, Caesar, and there, there, was, there was this understanding of, of how Rome had occupied Israel and was oppressing God's people, and Rome was persecuting God's people, and Jesus comes in to that city, the central location, the holy place, on the week of Passover, one of the most holy of, of holy celebrations of God's people at the time, and he comes in as a king. Why? Because, let's go to the text, he's sitting on a colt, and 37, when he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives towards the city, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they'd seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the what? The King. Jesus is King. And why is this, what is this visual? Well, a king had two ways to enter a town. One was to be mounted on a warrior horse, to come in on a horse, which said, there's going to be a battle. It's about to go down. But 
The other option was a donkey, a very noble animal of the day. And that was a symbol of peace. The king was coming in peace. Which did Jesus choose? War or peace? Peace. He was a peaceful king. One week out from the cross and from the empty tomb, he's offering one last invitation for you and me. Come to me. Come back to God. Live in his love. Live in his promises. Jesus is king. But things are about to turn. I want you to watch a 30-second clip. Little Gabriel it will not take no for an answer. He wants to try cocoa powder. His mom says no. He keeps pestering. No. Keeps pestering. Finally, she gets out her phone and she goes, all right, this is the only way he's going to learn. Watch what happens when Gabriel tries what he thinks is going to be delicious chocolate. Take a look. Oh, there's no audio, by the way, so don't think. I just want the actions to speak louder than the word. Watch what happens. to the sink he goes to spit it out. Poor guy. Unmet expectations. Complete and utter disappointment. Something that was supposed to taste so good tasted so bad. That's what happened on the first Palm Sunday with the crowd. Shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna! He's going to taste great for us. This is going to be awesome. What do you mean he's not going to be a king like King David? Another bite. What do you mean he's not going to free us from Rome's oppression? What do you mean he came for all nations, not just ours? This doesn't taste very good. And on Palm Sunday, one week out, soon that crowd is going to shout, crucify him. Things are going to turn. But this is no random accident. This is God's King Jesus, the Son of God, coming into town on that first Palm Sunday. And now the opportunity is here for you as he wants to meet you here in this place today. Is he your king? The people that day wanted a warrior king on a horse. They got a peaceful king on a donkey. They wanted... This Jesus to be lifted up on this throne for Israel. But this king was lifted up in humiliation on a cross. 
Not the king they wanted, but make no mistake about it, the first message he was shouting loud and clear without saying a word as he came in on that donkey is, I am a king indeed, a peaceful king, God's king for all people, for you. And I came for a reason, and that's the second part of the message that he's shouting, Jesus is Savior. Everyone say, Jesus is Savior. That's a big word, Savior. Save us from what? Well, the Christian heart says, save me from my sin and my brokenness. The Christian heart says, save me from death. And the message of the Bible is, Jesus came to the world for those who believe in him as Savior. He washes your sins away daily by faith, and he promises you the gift of eternal life in heaven. He is Savior of the world. This king who came in on that first Palm Sunday, one week out from Easter, came to die for you, give his life for you, so that you might come to know the love of God in an incredibly profound way. Jesus is Savior from sin and death. They shouted, Hosanna! Everyone say, Hosanna! Hosanna is a word that translates literally save, save now. The root of the word even rescue, save us. They were shouting, save us, God. Be the Christ, the promised Messiah for our people. Come and put us back on the map. Come and be that king for us on earth. He wasn't that king. He was a savior king for the whole world. For you sitting here, right here, right now. To shout, Hosanna, God save us. Save us now from sin and death. So I'd like to offer a closing prayer with you. If you'd like. I'd like to walk you through petitions on this Palm Sunday in 2019. One week out from Easter. And I want to invite you to change the word, Hosanna, God save us. Plural, save us now. Make it very personal, God save me. Our faith is personal. Our first communicants today, God knows by name. And in the waters of baptism, claimed them and said, you are mine. God save me. It's personal on this Palm Sunday. And so I'm going to read short petitions and and conclude each one with, and I pray, And if you would like to participate in this prayer, please respond out loud, God save me. So let's try it out. And I pray. May we pray? I invite you to bow your heads, close your eyes if you'd like. God, I turn to you in prayer on this Palm Sunday. And I pray, God save me. Forgive my sins, known and unknown done and undone, and I pray, God save me. Your son, Jesus, is King of kings and Lord of lords. Lord Jesus, be my King and my Lord, and I pray, God save me. Your son, Jesus, is Savior. Save me from sin. Save me from death. And may I live in the promise of eternal life, and I pray, I cannot save myself. 
I can't earn your salvation, God. My good deeds do not merit your grace and love. And I pray, God, save me. Lord, may your kingdom rule and reign in my heart, in my mind, and in my soul. And I pray, God, save me. Amen.